0: Too big to bunt. November 21st. Monty Grandal just signs a four-year deal with the White Sox. We'll talk about a couple things. We're going to talk about the Brewers. We're going to talk about the Packers coming up game against the 49ers. Uh, I want to recap a little bit about the Badgers and Marquette. This Yasmani deal is a huge blow. Uh, if you look at some of the other catchers that are available, it's like night and day. You got Chirones or whatever from Houston, Chironis or whatever. Uh, the WAR Grandal had was 5.2, and the next available catcher is like a 1.3 or something. It's like uh, night and day. And, um, you know, Brewers just signed Grandol of one year at 18. They can't go four years with the same price per year, I think. Uh, and then these new jerseys. I, I'm seeing jerseys selling for 450 bucks on the Brewer's store. That's BS. Every Brewer's fan. And I'm, 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 this Grandol thing is, is the start of something every brewers fan should not be spending money you shouldn't be going to concession stands when you're at the uh, ham fan park or miller park eat all your food before the game tailgate i wouldn't even be buying beer at the brewers games anymore send them a message these guys uh, this hedge fund manager owner ripped people off for years with the hedge fund. Because I bet you if I looked at his hedge fund, it wasn't even that good. The 2 and 20 percent, what a bunch of crock. No hedge funds are even charging anywhere near that anymore. Uh, you know, the hedge funds were the biggest crooks, the biggest com- committers of crime in the late 90s all the way to the mid 2000s, even late late. 2010, you know, up to 2008, 2009 when they had the financial crisis, there's still hedge funds going, yes, I know that, but they, they're they not charging 2 and 20 and, um, you know, this uh, Mark Atanasio guy's a tool, he, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's smart because he started a hedge fund, but it was I'm sure it was a joke, and all these... Uh, Pension funds, all these huge, huge endowments at colleges that charge an arm and a leg for tuition. I'm not a socialist by any means, but they need to get rid of those uh, endowments at, tu- at the um, colleges and let's start capping prices on tuition and even lowering them. It's a joke. There's no way Harvard or Yale should have over a hundred billion dollars just sitting there. I mean, even you know some of the smaller schools. Marquette has a six hundred and fifty dollar endowment. What the hell are they doing with it? They're, I know what they're doing. They're paying a bunch of non-professors a lot of money to do research, and half of it is just a waste. And my. Uh, Wife's sister's husband's dad spent 40 years at University of Washington, just researching climate. The guy is a nice guy and all that, but he was getting paid six figures. To do, he never taught a kid one thing. He was just sitting there in a room doing research. Probably, I don't even know if anything good came out of it. He had a good job, but um, so running a ramp, but what I'm saying is, Brewers, don't re-sign Grandal. We should not be buying beer. We should not be buying concession food at Miller Park or AmFam Park. Eat all your food before the game. I wouldn't even be buying tickets from the Brewers. Buy them on the secondary market. Buy them at the game time app. Buy them at Hub, uh, what is it called? Ticket Hub or uh, some of the other places. It's just BS. $450 jerseys. What a fucking joke. Pardon my language. I wouldn't spend 15 bucks on a jersey. Unless it's on the secondary market. I'm not going to give Milwaukee Brewers money anymore. I'm buying tickets on secondary markets. I'm not eating food at the concession stand. I'm not even... uh, You know, I'm not even going to... I'm not even gonna buy, you know, a small season ticket pass. Any tickets I do buy are coming from indirectly. They're, go- you know, it's gonna be the game time app. I'm gonna make sure it's discounts. I'm gonna let the Chicago Cubs own that stadium every year again. Because I'm buying a house uh, in Milwaukee for, a, for a, like a summer place fix it up and do a little Airbnb, and I swear to God, yeah, I'm going to watch the Brewers on TV and stuff and go to a game here and there, but I'm not, I repeat, not giving Mark Ignacio any money, Um, or not as much as, I'll make sure I minimize it. Uh, This David Stearns tool, I mean, him and, they're like penny pinchers, they're card counters, and they're not even the smartest ones in the room. You know, nobody, everybody knew at that wildcard game to keep, uh, what's his name, Pomeranz on the mound. I know Council's the one that made the move, but I'm sure it was all directed from Stearns. This is the plan. You go, uh, make sure you get um, Hader in for two innings. Hader just blew like two games at Colorado the week before. It was a joke. Brewers are a small market team, they're, they'll never win a championship, and Wisconsinites are way, way too loyal to them. Let, let the Cubs own that stadium, it's Wrigley, it's Wrigley Field North, and uh, let's just uh, you know, support them as little as we can. We want to watch them, and we hope they do well, but we're not spending our hard-earned money on them anymore, not when they're doing this crap. Now we have to settle for like a Martin Maldonado who or someone like that who's barely above an average catcher. And and Stearns got rid of Martin Maldonado like three, or four years ago for Jet Bandy of all the things. Jet Bandy's not even playing baseball anymore. Anyway, Marquette, Wisconsin basketball. It blows my mind. Literally blows my mind that Wisconsinites cannot root for both teams. (laughs) What a joke. They're in different conferences. Yes, I understand. If you're living in Washington and you're a UW fan, you're going to hate Wazoo, Washington State. I understand. If you're in Arizona and you root for the Wildcats, you're uh, going to hate the Sun Devils. I understand if you're in Michigan, and you're a Wolverines fan, you're gonna hate the Spartans. They're all in the same conferences. Marquette basketball's in the Big East. The Badgers are in the Big Ten. You can be a fan of both. Wisconsinites are very stupid when it comes to this. I mean, it's yeah, there's some people that root for both, but a lot, lot more that root for one or the other. And it's it, it's very stupid. It, it blows my mind. You can be a fan of both. I just saw Marquette landed a top five or a top ten recruit. That's exciting. Six eleven guy from Minnesota. Uh, and then Wisconsin had a top fifteen recruiting class. So things are looking up for basketball on both both teams. The only thing that surprised me on uh, that game was how easily that the Badgers won and you always get the feeling when you watch those two teams compete you're watching one program that's very disciplined has a system that they run and they have to run it well to win and then then the other team Marquette is more of a I don't know street all type program and that's okay I mean Marquette just came off a great win against Purdue like the week before, so you know I wasn't too surprised, the only surprising thing was it was a 16-point game, but I wasn't surprised the home team won. Uh, Wisconsin played a really good game and you should be excited about that even if you root for both teams because I mean Davis had had a good game, had, Ford had a good game, they had like they have six, seven guys that can Shoot the three, so I think Wisconsin is going to surprise some people in the Big Ten this year. We'll see how they match up um, with some of the big guys like the Michigan States, Ohio States. They're both ranked high, but uh, I, I was very encouraged by that. Um, now on the Marquette side, obviously they're lo- missing the Hauser brothers. That's a big; those are two big pieces to miss. Uh, I wasn't you know Joey Hauser wasn't great as a freshman but um, the older guy was good and uh, they were only gonna get better so uh, but it looks like this guy from Utah State transfer guy has a potential to be a decent second option um, they're still not getting enough from Theo John and Ed Morrow those two big guys need to um, pick it up a little bit so but so I think Marquette might struggle a little bit in the Big East, just watching that game even after they handled Purdue. Um, you know, if, if if teams come in with a game plan against Marcus, uh, and Marcus didn't even make a basket that second half, uh, Marquette's gonna struggle a bit. Um, but I think Badgers, things are looking pretty good. I, I expect them to be in the top two or three in the Big 10 this year. All right, we got Packers 49ers. Uh, but hey, I'm gonna be honest, uh, 49ers looked like crap against Seattle a couple weeks ago. That's because Seattle's a better team than the Packers. 49ers didn't look that good against Arizona even, they, took a, they scored a touch, go-ahead touchdown with 36 seconds left. The two things that had uh, are in common with Seattle and Arizona is they have... Uh, quarterbacks that can run the ball really well. Now, Wisconsin, or, uh, Rogers is very mobile, and he can get his yards running at spots, but he's not like Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson where he can run 50, 60, 70 yards a game. Uh, I think Green Bay's gonna have a tough time going there. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is gonna make, Green Bay's defense is gonna make Jimmy Garoppolo look like the second coming. Of Dan Marino, uh, Garoppolo is a turnover machine. He's not that good, but I think you know. He, you know, Philip Rivers has lost seventy percent of his games this year when he's not playing the Green Bay Packers. Philip Rivers is four and seven. If you take the win against Green Bay, he's three and seven. So he's lost seventy percent of his games. And uh, Philip Rivers looked like Philip Rivers of two thousand eight, two thousand nine, when they played Green Bay. Uh, I I don't think Green Bay matches up well. I could be wrong, but I mean, Green Bay has the worst wide receiving tight end group in the league. You pick any team, the Bengals, the Jaguars, the Jets, you would rather have their wide receiving tight end core than the the Green Bay Packers. Um, And then we got the worst middle linebacker in the game and Blake Martinez. So I think San Francisco wins that game. 33 to, uh, I'll say 20, it's not even going to be close. Rodgers is going to look grumpy, he's going to look pouty, he's going to, um, you know, it's going to look like he did, a little disinterested, like he did when they went to San Diego, because Rodgers doesn't, he doesn't care about when, at uh, home playoff games, the, under Rodgers' tenure, he's been on with the Packers starting since 2008, so this is his 12th year starting. He's had a whopping total of five home playoff games. I mean, that's a little over two seasons if you're in New England. Tom Brady gets a bye every year. Tom Brady gets at least one to two playoff home games every single year. Rodgers has had five home playoff games in 12 years of starting. That's embarrassing. I mean, that's no goat. He's a stat guy. I hope he proves me wrong. I rarely pick the Packers to win because when I pick them to win, they lose. But I'm not picking them to lose, hoping for reverse psychology. I just don't think they're that good. Um, they're okay. They're eight and two. Uh, but um, you know, the defense made Kyle Allen look like a stud at Lambeau and uh, the next next game Kyle Allen looks like a dork he he throws four interceptions (laughs) the the game after Philip Rivers looked like a Hall of Famer which he is but he isn't playing that great when he looked like a Hall of Famer against the Packers he's looked like a dud the last two games since I think he threw four picks the other day so I mean you know it's still the same old story. Green Bay makes other quarterbacks look better than they are. Um, and it's a Sunday night game, so I, that's the, everybody's all excited that I got flexed into this. No, I wanted Green Bay to play a regular Sunday game. Now, Sunday night, you know Richard Sherman's going to be, it's all primetime now. They're going to be all amped up. Uh, San Francisco's been at home. This is their third game in a row at home. So they've been eating home cooked meals for a month. Uh, Green Bay has to fly out. You know, they're still questioned. They don't know when to fly out because last time they flew out on Friday night and they looked like a, uh, a youth football team against the Chargers. I don't have see any other problem. teams having problem with uh, San Diego's rushing. Uh, to, uh, their Bosa and I can't remember the other guy's name but I don't see any other teams having problems with the Chargers but Green Bay looked like they had 184 total yards you don't (laughs) you did that against the Chargers Chargers have looked like crap they're three and seven when they don't play Green Bay so uh, really pissed off at Milwaukee not re-signing Yasmani Grandal he was uh, the second best player on the team last year behind Christian Yelich, so they're gonna go with uh, Manny Pina and some tool, some second tier. So they're gonna have two second tier uh, catchers. Um, you know they didn't re-sign Thames, who was the, like the third or fourth best player on the team when you look at all the metrics. I mean, who who are they trying to be? I mean. They're going in the wrong direction. Are they Are they actually thinking like Corbin Burns and uh, Freddie Peralta are gonna take the strides they thought they were gonna take this year? I, I have a hard time thinking that Milwaukee's even gonna the Brewers are even gonna make the playoffs this year. Um, Cause they look like, their the roster's at like 36 now out of 40 and they haven't added the Eric Yardley. He has 11 y- 11 innings pitched in his career. Corey Ray was protected on the 40-man. He hit 188 last year in the minors. This, this team is uh, going backwards fast. Um, talk, uh, Badgers played University of Wisconsin Green Bay, or I think University of Green Bay tonight. That'll be fun to watch. I think Marquette's going to struggle a little bit if they can't find uh, an answer when Marcus Howard's bottled up. And then the Packers, um, this is the beginning of the end, they're going to slide. Matt LaFleur's done well so far, but uh, you know against the 49ers they're going to look like total wimps. Too big to bunt, I'm out.